Welcome to the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you are a teacher or administrator looking to change careers, you are in the right place. There can be many reasons an educator is ready to leave the classroom. Boredom, burnout, pressure from parents and administrators, the list goes on and on. If you are ready to move on from teaching, there are many roles in which you can use your teacher skill set to have a positive social impact and set yourself up for a fulfilling and rewarding career. Now, let's meet your host, Carrie Conover. Carrie is a veteran educator and EdTech corporate leader turned founder and CEO. So grab your notepad because your new journey outside the classroom starts right now. Hello, friends. We are back today with my favorite thing, which is a classroom to boardroom success story. Today, my guest, Jen Moss, is here to talk about her role as a partnership manager. And we're going to hear about Jen's amazing history in education and how she went from the classroom to the boardroom. Jen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. So Jen is a native Nevadan living in Las Vegas with her husband and two daughters. She enjoyed almost 20 years as an English educator in Clark County School District, 20 years of her life, two decades of her life she gave to teaching. Oh, yeah. And then she began to pursue a career in ed tech. I am so excited to hear about her role at Discovery Education as a partnership manager in Nevada. Jen, why don't you start off by telling us what, you know, your general career story. I like to emphasize two decades because I always say I gave a decade of my life to teaching and I'm so proud of that decade. So that's why I emphasize those two decades today. But why don't you tell us a little bit about your career story? Of course. Um, So really happy to be here. And I loved being in the classroom, I, I just have to say, but I always like knew that that wasn't going to be my end point. Um, and as I was in the classroom, you know, working with students, and then when tech entered the picture, I really just grew this love of ed tech and started sharing that out with coworkers and at conferences. So it is so amazing that now I get to do what I do. Um, but yeah, just, I, I started to kind of get this like feeling that there was more out there. So, um, that is how I pursued, um, the transition from the classroom to the boardroom. I think too, back to our initial conversation, we were just kind of laughing. We went back on LinkedIn to our old messages of like the first time we started talking, (laughs) we found the exact date. And it's pretty amazing. I was helping um, fill this role and I went on LinkedIn and searched out Utah educator, I think is like what I looked for and up you popped. And then I inboxed you and the the ball got rolling fast. But I knew within like 10 minutes of talking to you that you would be really, really great in this role. And I mean, Carrie, when you were telling me about this role, Everything you said, everything that it was, I was like, oh my gosh, I love that. I love that. (laughs) Just every piece of it felt so, um, just, I don't know, just pulled me in. 
Um, so really has just been such an incredible journey. And I am so grateful all the time that you and I cross paths and that now, you know, like I get to do this amazing job um, and work with the best people. So it is just so incredible and appreciate you so incredibly much. You had kind of a different path through Classroom to Wardroom too, because I had reached out to you and said, Haley, you have a lot of the qualifications for this role. You're in the right place. I really like you and your skills. I think you should take Classroom to Boardroom because it's going to help you get this job. And you were like, okay, whatever you tell me to do. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm really glad that you did because you kind of came in a different way, but the results were the same. So well, let's oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I just love doing things unconventionally. <laughs> so hey, get you to the right place. So that's all about <laughs> Let's talk about this whole guilt thing. Um, did you feel guilty about leaving? So I, I might be an exception to, I really did not. I did not feel guilty at all. Um, the, the years that I put into the classroom, I am so proud of um, the relationships that I had with my coworkers, my students. Um, it really was such a great experience um, and, and I, I truly loved it. Um, and so I, I think when it was time for me to leave, first I got to finish the year with my students, which was amazing, just the timing of it all. So um, I got to tell them where I was headed. My principal was so excited and happy for me. Um, I, I've been working with him for about 15 of my almost 20 years there. So um, he, you know, was like so supportive, so happy. Um, so it really felt like I had everyone's support and I still get to work with all of these great people. So it's, it's really not been um, any kind of a, a guilt experience for me. Well, thanks for answering that honestly, actually, um, because I think it was time for you to move on and you knew it. And there was no, as I said, you spent a lot of time giving um, as a teacher, and it was time to do what you wanted to do. And I think it's great that you knew that and you didn't feel guilty about it and that you left. I think it says a lot about you that you left and still have such solid relationships in the school district that you taught in. I am, yeah, really proud of of that whole process. Like it, it couldn't have been a more smooth transition. So, um, and I, I thank you for that. You know, very thankful to the people I work with and um, all of just how everyone kind of helped me move along. And and it's been just such an awesome journey. I often get messages about. Um, I've been, I've been. <laughs> on TikTok quite a bit lately. I've had a couple of TikToks blow up, which has been oh. super fun. Yeah. Never thought I would be uh, 45 years old making TikToks, but here I am. But anyway, bringing out my age, because I do get questions a lot from veteran teachers that are like, I'm too old. Like I'm in my forties or I'm in my fifties and I've, I'm too old. No one's going to hire me. And I'm like, that actually couldn't be further from the truth. I, yeah, I really feel like I, so I'm, I'm, you know, getting there. Um, I'm 43 and just, you know, was like, okay, is this going to help me or is it going to hurt me? I don't know. Um, but I really feel that in my particular position, um, it helps to know the people I know, um, to have that experience and, and talking to all different types of people um, at different levels. 
So I, I think, you know, it can really be a benefit. Um, I agree that you have, I agree. There's a sense of security. Some, in some roles, they want someone fresh out of college, right? Like I'll hear this, you know, someone fresh out of the college, da, da, da. In other roles, it is important for you to be more veteran and seasoned. And I think it does come a lot down to not even just, this has nothing to do with your age, but like how comfortable are you walking into a superintendent's office and meeting with them and having a conversation? Some jobs require that, other jobs don't. So, um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about like, how did you go from being a teacher to getting your first job? And I know it, it happened probably quicker than you expected, but can you kind of tell that story and how you got there? Oh my gosh, it totally did. Um, I couldn't believe just, you know, like the thought popped into my head. Um, I joined LinkedIn and, you know, really had been watching, like you mentioned TikTok. Um, so really just kind of seeing what all of these transitioning teachers were up to, what they were doing. Um, and then just started kind of taking little bits of, of advice here and there, um, you know, doing a lot of LinkedIn learning, reading books, um, you know, just really trying to immerse myself in more of the corporate culture, understanding how all of that worked. Um, so that was a really huge piece. Um, and then I think the networking piece of LinkedIn was so critical in terms of meeting you um, and just getting to know what was out there and, and just learning from everyone's stories and experiences that I saw. The, the way LinkedIn has grown and changed, it has become so powerful. Mm -hmm. um, even for me, for my business and networking and um, like right when I was popping on to talk to you, I saw a message from LinkedIn for someone I used to work with like, hey, Carrie, we're hiring these people at XYZ company. Who do you got? I mean, it's just so powerful. So I, wow. I, I think TikTok is fun. TikTok is great to explore tips, tricks, different coaches, advice. But you have the number one thing I say is you have to be on LinkedIn. Oh, I agree. 100%. So looking back on your career so far, how do you think you've grown and changed the most professionally, especially kind of in the season you're in now? Um, I would say, I mean, my understanding of, of corporate culture has definitely grown. Um, when I walked in, it was like, I was still learning all the acronyms. Yep. <laughs> so now I feel like I have the acronyms down and I'm really, you know, understanding where kind of just how it all works and, and, um, you know, who goes up to who and just understanding that, that corporate structure, I think is really important. Um, and then also just, you know, really feeling at home in my role. Um, I, I have such a unique role and I love what I get to do, uh, managing the partnership in Nevada. It just it allows me to create custom PD. Um, I get to meet with all these great um, instructional leaders across the state. So I've, I've sat and had dinner with people that I never would have had dinner with as a teacher. So, you know, just that kind of growth um, and, and the networking piece, like I said, is just been incredible. So um, I would say those are the biggest uh, areas of growth. And then just really understanding education through a wider lens. Um, I'm not seeing it now just as a teacher but seeing yeah. it from, you know, so many different perspectives, especially 
uh, like the superintendent perspective, it's always great to hear um, what they see in their districts and, and just how things work. So much to learn there. You have to be a special breed of a person to be a school superintendent. Oh, what a job. I mean, these people are incredible what they do. (laughs) If you have little ears listening right now, maybe put on some headphones, but um, you know how they say SHIT rolls downhill? Not necessarily yes. in school districts. It goes both ways. Um, I I mean, I'm going on a little tangent here, but I mean, I really feel for school administrators because of everything they've had to go through and the public bashing and the through COVID and they never can do anything right in the eyes of the public, you know? Um, but they're such visionaries and they believe in the school systems and in getting the right programs into their school districts. Um, yes. So yeah, I definitely would agree with you. That is one thing that changed for me in my time in ed tech is just seeing how school districts from like a national level. Yeah. Yeah. It's so insightful and um, I, yeah, it just really helps in understanding how our whole country works. I mean, um, it's been really interesting to see just how much every state has in common and, and how we can really, you know, come together and help each other out. So, you know, what's um, funny is like, I remember one of the things that I really realized when I was working in ed tech is how some states, you know, we had the national learning standards that came out and I was a national board certified teacher. So I was like all about like, Hey, let's do these national standards. Right. Well, then you have like Texas and Florida break off and them breaking off and having their own standards. And it was a huge deal, especially for smaller ed tech companies. How are we going to change our curriculum, blah, blah, blah. And at the time I was working at East Park. And so we were going to go in and like change our curriculum for Florida's standards. I can't think of what they're called right now. Oh, they might be just Florida standards. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Oh, Florida core, I think is called. And I was like going in there and I'm like, these standards are really the same. They're just worded differently. And I remember just having this aha moment of like how complicated education is. Oh, yeah. There's so many state to state, district to district, you know, yes, commonalities, but then also the the culture of each district. and, And that is super fun when you get into the sales or partner success part of ed tech is you get to learn so much that you didn't even know was out there. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us about the company that you work for and your day-to-day responsibilities? What does your job yeah. look like? Oh, I'd love to. Um, so I work for Discovery Education and we are a global ed tech company. Um, we are just, I feel such a dynamic company in that we are always updating Um, the resources that we have, and our eye is always really on students and teachers and how we can come into the classroom and and make those positive impacts. So a large part of my day is spending time reaching out to teachers, um, you know, scheduling PD sessions, whether they're virtual or um, in-person, and, and just really trying to connect with all of the 17 counties that we have here in Nevada. Um, so, you know, I, I check in with superintendents, I check in with my points of contact across the state, 
Um, and like today, I have a PD session tonight that I'm putting on. Uh, we've also got a Nevada study that's going. So it is always just something interesting. Every day looks very different from the next. Um, I mentioned that, you know, yesterday I was in a classroom, so it really is just kind of all over the place. Um, this time last week, I was actually in Northern Nevada. So, um, you know, visiting points of contact up there, doing some professional development. And it is just so awesome. Like, I feel like I have something new to look forward to every week. And, and for me, that is just so important and, and just really keeps me on my toes and, um, you know, trying out new things. And I just, I love every part of it. You're so happy. And it makes me so happy. I love hearing the story. I was just like grinning the whole time you were talking. Um, so tell, let's talk about classroom to boardroom a little bit. We did talk about your, the kind of the way that you came in was a little different, but can you tell me like, how did the course in the community help you in this transition process? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'll start with the community piece um, because I, I now get to work with some of the other classroom to boardroom alumni. And uh, that is incredible. I was just, um, you know, in Charlotte for a, a big company event and got to meet Haley, uh, you know, in person, we've had conversations, we've texted. So that was really incredible. Um, and just, you know, talking about our different roles and how we can collaborate and help each other out. So I, I love that piece always. Um, and then in terms of classroom to boardroom content, um, that is really where I started to learn all about that corporate structure um, and just kind of how an interview should go, what you should and should not do. Um, just some really helpful tips um, and, and not just interviewing, but then beyond that, like how to interact with people and, um, you know, how to get them to listen to your ideas. So I, I just feel like classroom to boardroom is outstanding in terms of building relationships and really giving um, some solid guidance um, for that transition. I love that you have that little classroom to boardroom community at Discovery uh, to lean on each other. That also makes me extremely happy, especially since I used to work there. <laughs> if you don't remember listeners, Discovery Education, I worked there as a director of customer success. So it's super fun that so many of my now classroom to boardroom students are making a home there as well. Uh, super exciting. So what are some of the soft and hard skills that you use in your job? I'm going to start with soft skills because I feel like that's a lot of what I do, um, relationship building is a huge part of what I do. Um, so having, you know, strong communication, um, really having that listening ear. So when I'm talking to a partner and they're telling me about their district and their teachers, I really need to have an ear on what they need in that district. So that then when I go to create PD for that district, like I'm really making sure that any of those pain points, um, you know, I'm, I'm helping with those. So, um, you know, communication, just huge. Um, also, you know, the ability to collaborate, listen to other people's ideas, um, you know, take uh, constructive criticism and, and put that into, you know, getting better and moving forward. Um, I feel like all of those 
skills have become, you know, such an incredible part of, of what I do. Um, and then in terms of hard skills, uh, I really deal a lot with um, data. I am always looking at the, the data within the state. Um, so that can be, you know, looking at different counties and, and really drilling down into uh, the resources that they're using and, and just really, you know, looking at that data piece, understanding it, and then knowing how to strategically use that um, in my work. So um, data and anything in that realm, I think is, is really great to know in um, just about any role. I feel like that is just a good thing. Um, and then I use a lot of Microsoft. Um, so all like the Microsoft suite, I'm always you know, using all of those tools. I use PowerPoint a ton. Um, and, and of course, Zoom. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, get to know Zoom really, really well. Um, that has been a, a big piece of, you know, my virtual PD that I do statewide. So I like how you're like, and Zoom, because we are oh. all like zoomed out, I think at this point, but not really, actually. I mean, it's changed the game. I think especially in corporate America that people aren't having to travel all the time to feel like they always have to be face-to-face. -face. Yeah. Uh, but when you said Zoom, it just made me laugh because I mean, every teacher knows how to use Zoom after COVID. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what advice, you know, let's kind of wrap up here. I'd love to ask you two things. Just one, any advice for teachers that are transitioning into a role at an education company and then any final thoughts that you have? Oh, okay. So advice, I think, you know, just research. Um, so researching um, and really getting to know the, the different companies that you're looking at. Um, I think that that is a really important thing to do, just in understanding where you might be headed. And another thing that I would focus a lot on, and we've talked about a ton in this podcast so far, is networking. Um, put yourself out there. I know it can be uncomfortable, um, you know, and, and you're like, should I reach out to this person? And really there's no harm. So, um, you know, if you see someone doing something that you want to be doing, you set up a little coffee, you know, zoom time with them, or maybe you meet with them in person and pick their brain, ask them, what do you get to do every day? Um, and, and just kind of going deep into what that looks like. And, and then I feel like you will know if that's a direction that you should be headed in. So that's my, my advice. Um, and then in terms of my final thoughts, I, I am again, Carrie, I have to thank you again, um, just because the reason I'm so happy right now, the reason that I love what I get to do is because I connected with you. And because I got to be a part of that classroom to boardroom experience. So I am just so incredibly happy that this is a part of my journey. And I am just excited that I get to continue helping the classroom. I just impact the classroom in a different way now. Um, so, uh, you know, please, if you see me on LinkedIn, connect with me. Um, I'd love to know about your journey and if I can help in any way, um, please let me know, but definitely just want to say thanks. And, um, I love what I get to do. Well, this was such a nice story to hear. I'm so happy that you're happy. I'm happy that I got to be part of that story. 
And thank you so much for taking your time out of your very busy schedule to share with our community uh, your story of going from the classroom to the boardroom. And I look forward to a long relationship with you and watching your career, Jen, as you progress through partner success. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It has been awesome. And, and thank you again for having me. Um, and I can't wait to continue our relationship. I, I love checking in with you and it's, it's just great. Well, if you are interested in taking classroom to boardroom, head over to my brand new website, carrieconover.com, where you can find my blog, podcast, job postings, and more importantly, you can sign up for classroom to boardroom. I'm telling you right now, you will not regret it. Until next time, my friends, take care. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Classroom to Boardroom podcast.